It's Sports Arena. It's Extreme Rewind. Your weekly look into World Extreme as we look at after ECW Hardcore Team for Episode 1. All the way to 400 pay-per-view special and ECW on 10 and in between. Oh, you got myself pulled. I'm doing it as always by Jay. What's happening, Jay? <laughs> wow, that was really a... a Defeated. It, yeah, you, you kind of lost interest in introducing me there, didn't you? It's like, oh, and he, <laughs> What's he got? And fucking easier as well. He's turned up to talk about this as well. Jay's here, everyone. Let's talk about the fallout from... <laughs> Hardcore heaven. 2000. Still, still feels weird saying 2000. It feels like new, even though it's ridiculously old. The world <laughs> yeah. of ECW, yeah? No, 22 years old. Mm. But it sort of um, feels, for them, it feels like, wow, year 2000 ECW. Yeah, and it also feels like year 2000 ECW. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it's, 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 we'll get into it. So this week we're looking at ECW on CNN, episode 39, May the 19th, 2000, and ECW Hardcore TV, episode 369, which was May the 20th, 2000. So on the Fallout shows, so we talk about Fallout shows a lot, they're consistent about there might be a new fan base, you take a gamble on your pay-per-view and yep. thinking, oh, that weren't too bad, I want to see the weekly show and if it's worth me sticking around. We do, and I'm sure we'll talk about that again. Um, so, um, yeah, about 30 uh, hardcore TVs and 22 ECW on TNNs left to go. But then we get a bunch of reunion shows. We do. We can watch uh, WWE ECW. Oof. Eesh, just each. Um, so yeah, we kick off with ECW on TNN always. This on the Friday. Starts off with Sinister Minister basically doing a recap of the um, the pay per view. Nothing too much, but it was it was a nice little recap. Um, yes. Now there were there were, there were two of these, and I'll say that a lot over these shows. This was the one in the swimming pool, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, um, no, I mean, this one was, was, was interesting enough. Um, I don't think it was his best work, but I still like the, the pairing of him and Mikey, Mikey cycling a small bike around, um, a, a unused swimming pool is, you know, a level of crazy that that works quite well with with what they're doing i mean with these it very much just feels like he lives about five minutes away from Heyman, and whenever else is going wrong he just calls him up he's like look do you just want to go to a hotel and record like a completely random skit quickly so we can just throw in yeah they very much seem to be like not like narrators of the show, but here's this whole sort of demonic, poetic kind of rundown of the show constantly. And it's, it's very weird, his role. Yeah, he's, he's kind of looked at the booking sheet from the pay-per-view and then gets asked to recite it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's, it's kind of... But 
I think they're just finding, you know, obviously, ridiculously strong potential as a character, just trying to find the right way of sort of doing it. I agree. I mean, they're still they're still trying to quite find their rhythm for it, aren't they? Um, and yeah, it's interesting. So, it's it, so I don't but think it's he's really accompanied Mikey to the ring yet, has he? Um, I think he did at the pay per view. I was going to say dips or, in and out, but not just before. Yes, but not. There was, there was he's one not there every week. Sort of, not as you, you'd imagine. No. Um, so he recaps. We then get the end of Kid Cash defeat and Johnny Swinger. I mean, again, I wasn't begging for this match, but he kind of teased this match last week. So just do the match of all the matches. To yeah. Steal. And, and and the problem is the only reason we've got this is to lead into a run in from uh, yeah to then lead into a match between Mikey Whipwreck and Little Guido. So it's kind of like the, the the weirdest like you know here's the end of this oh he's running and here's now this match and, and it really doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense as to why it kind of it doesn't I mean, snowballs that way. It sort of annoying because I just kind of felt like like I wasn't, again, I wasn't begging for this match, but you kind of at the end of the last sort of hardcore TV thing, they kind of, you teased this match. So you should have just, you could have just given us the match. Yeah. But um, we did get Mikey versus Little Guido. Again. <sighs> again. Please, again, nothing wrong with this. Love watching... Uh, Mikey, more so at the moment because I feel like we're, we're sort of deprived of, of of Mikey, so it's good to see him out there a bit more. Um, he did pick up the win, but I think like the commentary because it's almost like it was an upset. Yeah, well, they 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 continue to do this weird kind of like, oh my god, he's he's, and again, we just kind of sit there going, he's a triple crown winner. He's... Yeah, you're like this this guy's beaten everyone. Sandman, Steve Austin, yeah. yeah. I mean, tag team champions with, with Raven, no, Raven, Cactus Cactus Jack. Jack. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, but yeah. So, um, anyway, and uh, uh, I, I, I got very confused Go because it. part of this match is Mikey Whipwreck throwing a fireball into the face of Big Sal. Yeah. Now, at the pay-per-view, Big Sal had his face bandaged because it was burnt. Yeah. He doesn't have his face bandaged here. So, is this that he got his face burnt by a fireball, it's healed pretty quickly, and now, been done again. He's just got burnt again. Or is this this match was recorded before the pay per view, and they didn't bother thinking about the fact that you've got the guy with the bandages coming out before the match that gives him the burn. But. The thousand people who saw it in attendance, brother, and the yeah. millions didn't want to break kayfabe with them. 
Because they'd be like, hey, we're at the show and he got burned and now he's all right. Brother, brother. Brother, um, brother. But yeah, no, it might just be um, a bit of a... But it makes no sense because it's like they're editing the show, they'd realise. But I can't rule it out. Mm, would they, though? I'd like to imagine that it healed and then he got burned again. It's oh, unlucky for week. him, isn't it? It'll be extremely unlucky. Uh, we get pay-per-view highlights. We get Jerry Lynn RVD highlights. We get a promo from RVD, who's a little bit angry, saying that um, he didn't want to lose like this. He said he'd deal with uh, Scotty Anton, Rhino, Cyrus. He wants to kick Jerry Lynn's ass. He always thought that Jerry Lynn could be the person to beat him, but not like this. And, um, yeah. I mean, to me, I understand... I mean, you could argue it both ways. It would make sense for RVD to win, but then it's kind of good to straight away take away RVD's win because now you kind of humanised him, but I do think RVD should have kept going. I mean, I'm fine with RVD losing because he didn't need to win. I don't think he needed... The, the the level of um uh just like but rubbish then... of like you know and he's run down and this has happened and blah, 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 blah. um i think he could have done it you know a stronger kind of but then finish you have rvd win this next pay-per-view say RVD faces Rhino for the TV title and Scotty Anton costs RVD winning the TV title and Rhino beats RVD. That'll be power. Um, Because where are we at? In the whole, like, we love to do the old heel or face. Where where the hell is Jerry Lynn in all this? Well, teasing a heel. He's not angry with Jerry Lynn, but he's really angry with Jerry Lynn. But he's actually yes. really angry with the others, but he's still angry with Jerry Lynn. He's going to keep But Jerry Lynn he'll get to them because it's Jerry Lynn first. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the, the problem is um, you can't do this whole kind of, oh, he's the new fucking show and not actually let him win at all. And the the problem they've had with RVD for quite a while is there is just no one on his level. And, and, you know, a draw isn't the same, especially considering every match goes at least 25 minutes. So this one went 30. What's the, you know, what's the the big deal on it? Um, You know, I, I think getting away from the, 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 the winning streak wasn't a bad thing. Um, but yeah, it just, it, it didn't need quite as many, um, helping hands, I think. And, you know, to your point, you know, you've got, you've got the Rhino. F- so, so his next feud is either, and we, we know that ECW love their, their multi facing feuds, but he is currently in a feud with, um, the network okay. and or Rhino. Jerry Lynn, who may be in the network, we're not sure. 
and Scotty Anton, who we will go on to find out is in the network, but at the moment isn't in the network. So there's there's potentially like four different feuds there. You know, if if he can hit one of Cyrus or Rhino or Jerry Lynn or Scotty Anton, which one is he going to hit? Well, yeah. It just um I say it's just a confusing confusing way. I, I get it, there's shock value and it's good for Jerry Lynn, but then you're taking it away from Jerry Lynn as fast as you're giving it to him. This thing, I don't think I don't think this is good for Jerry Lynn in any way, shape, or form. Because again, you're 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 spin straight round as quickly as possible to try to keep um, uh, Mr. Van Dam as strong as possible. So you know his whole thing is, oh, I, I'd, I'd like to think you didn't realise about all of the 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 people getting involved, which is why you managed to beat me. And Jerry Lynn, you know, spoiler for Jerry Lynn's um, promo to come. But Jerry Lynn's entire line is like, hey, when you pushed me off that, I wrestled for another 20 minutes. When I pushed, when you got pushed off of that by someone else, you jobbed almost straight away. Oh, good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a positive. That works. No, it was weird. I, I just thought it was a weird setup because, like, like I said, you've, you've kind of given... Jerry Lynn the rub, but you've taken it away again straight away, and it means nothing yeah. now. I think anyway. I agree. Did anyone, I agree. Did you think it would work if there was um, a ranking system, for example, and he moved up to now number one contender and benefited and greatly from it? You know. But, um, oh, sounds like sounds like rankings. It sounds like rankings, but not rankings. But do you know what I mean, there, there needs yeah. to be something to say. Oh yeah, totally cheated, but this has got me here now, so fuck you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm now like ranked number one and you're number six, so tough shit. I've got a world title match now, I ain't worried about you. Joey, it was yeah. something like that. And, and you could you say know. he has benefited massively from this rather than just saying, Hey, I, I often like smash people in chairs when like the ref's not looking in there, but you're a cheat. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, for all the, the matches that, that I was just unlucky in, here's one that, you know, the luck was on my side. So, no, I don't feel bad about it. Thank you very much. Mm. Uh, next, we get a three-way dance. Danny Doran and Roe Kill defeated Chetting Nova and the Baldies. Uh, during this match, Carino did join the commentary team. I love me some Carino, but I was I was mixed about this because I felt like he he took a step back to Scaredy Cat Carino. So I I, I have an issue with the fact that um, I'm I'm not clamouring for this match. Okay, mm. that I'll, I'll say that up front. I'm I'm not clamouring for this match. Um, yeah, I mean, to, how, to, to cut to this, Danny Doran and Roadkill won this. In case we don't cover it again. Um, yeah, uh, they 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 did, and then the Baldies beat them up, and then there's a run in. Yeah. From New Jack, because if you thought that feud was over, it's not over. Um, so yeah, you know, it it it's not it's not something that I'm I'm clamoring for. It's not something that I was desperately looking forward to. It's not something blah blah blah. But 
you know, they're on their way to the ring, and then you have the introduction in, interruption by um, Steve Carino. Mm. Then they're kicking off the match, and you cut back to Steve Carino talking, and then you go back to the match, and then you cut back to Steve Carino, so he can then show you a video package of his match that happened at the pay-per-view um, beyond. And then they just kind of like that kind of fizzles out and they go back to the match. It's, it, it, it's so choppy yeah. and just feels drastically that it takes away from um, an already the, dead tag team division. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, don't have champions. Well, the, the thing again, these three have wrestled like basically twice now. Yeah, and and you, you know, oh my god, even, it's three way dance. You could have easily done like a best of five series between the three teams and done some weird thing they hadn't done before. You know, they, they could have done something different, but instead, it just sort of. Yeah, they're just happy with no champions for the time being, for whatever reason. But um, yeah, well, no, and, and it feels like they don't they don't feel the belt on anyone, which is fine. Apart from, what do you mean you can't put the belt on anyone? Yeah, no, I mean, Dor- Dorian and Roadkill could easily have the belts at this point. They're over enough. Definitely I mean, anyone, anyone could. Any, any champion's better, better than no champion, especially considering oh, you yeah. did this whole thing. I mean, you're still eating out about how Just Incredible disgraced the belts. You've left them wherever you dropped them. That's it. The, the, the best way to do that is make new champions and build up the belts again, not just accept they're, they're dead and do nothing with them. But, um, yeah, so Carino goes on. One of the things that Carino said that I thought was a little bit silly was um, Tajiri's a shooter. And he's yeah. just a wrestler. And he sort of almost mimicked like sort of the fake like slap elbow kind of thing. So I'm just a wrestler and he's a shooter and he shot on me and that's why he sort of beat me up so bad. He's like think, one of those ultimate fighting guys. And you just think, you're just sort of doing like your fake behind the scenes kind of blurring thing again, you know? It's just like, hey, we're not real. I can't cope yeah. if someone's real with me. Yeah, we're back into, you know, this match is going to be a shoot fight, brother. Yeah. Because of those other matches. I mean, I laughed, but it's just, it just doesn't help. It felt like it's a, a step back for his character. When he was complaining that, that Tajiri is this brilliant striker, this brilliant technician, and he had to resort to hardcore, and he's not a hardcore wrestler. He is the king of old school. I'm with him, but yeah, you know when he, yeah. he uh, you know, he's, he's he's a shooter. You know, he's shooting on me like those UFC guys. Oh god! All right. Yeah. So um, that happens. We didn't get obviously the Baldy beat down with New Jack coming out that we discussed. Lynn um, was doing his promo, just sort of chatting a bit of shit, like. Yeah. So this was the. Yeah, if I, I you pushed me off the, the from the top rope and I hit myself into the, the the barricade and still wrestled for twenty minutes. Someone pushed you off the top rope and hit you into a barricade and I beat you in seconds. Awesome. Again, fair enough. 
Um, we did get an ECW uh, world title match. Just incredible defending this title against Raven. Um, this might almost be the best showing of Raven since he's come back. They got given a lot of time um, yeah. and Raven was allowed to actually have a, bit of Raven. a match. But this, yeah. this kind of made me feel and realise just how badly positioned Raven currently is. And you kind of sit there and think, for whatever reason, if you are nervous that Raven, Sandman, and maybe some of the others could just jump whenever, depending on their concrete uh, contract situation, would you not just have them in feuds with some of the younger guys and just get them to put them over or something? Yeah. Like Sandman's doing with Rhino. The right way to do it. If you're worried about Sandman or whatever, you're doing it perfectly. Rhino's just becoming more and more of a beast every week. But Raven's just, he's not even cutting promos anymore. Yeah. Um, he's hes even more lost than he was previously. Even more lost than Tommy Dreamer currently is. Um, Raven's link to Just Incredible's title win is next to nothing. Um, you know, he wasn't in the ring when, when it happened. He got caned, didn't he? And then kind of fell away. But he, um, he should have more of a gripe because of the Francine situation. Yeah. And again, it comes down to the fact that, um, annoyingly, Francine was drastically underutilized and no one, no one cared about Francine. Um, well, yeah. Because it is this whole kind of like, you know, uh, she was she was over there doing nothing, and now she's with him. That's the thing. It was just sort of it was leading nowhere, and this is sort of again. You got a whole show to build up this main event that wasn't even announced throughout. You just Raven's more than capable of doing one two minute promo just to connect the dots, and suddenly you just got a bit of interest of why Raven wants to beat this guy up. Yeah. And they just sort of um, didn't do it. But again, not an awful match. I did enjoy the match. You know, um, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. I, you know, I, I, it, it had uh, a good amount of stuff going on with it. It had a good amount of um, interaction by all three. Um, uh, Francine got involved, got her, her bumps and, and, you know, various other things. Uh, they, they had a couple of teased... Um, Finishes, which I thought were good. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a solid match. What sort of match? And I said it was, it was really good to finally see Raven get some time. You yeah, know? and like I said, I don't know. Obviously, it's, it's impossible to really go back. Probably that if he was injured a little bit at the time, or for whatever reason, he wasn't massively involved. But yeah, no, it would have been. Um, yeah, that was decent. Um, we've got a quick promo to end the show. Cyrus and Rhino. Just an intense Rhino promo, really. But he's basically saying he just don't give a fuck and he'll sort of fight anyone. Yeah. So I think this is the one that, again, they, 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 there's so much overlap between the two um, shows this week. But I think this is the one that um, Cyrus um, talks about WWE coming in giving them $100 million 
dollars and can't wait till they come in and you know the merger's complete and blah 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 um you know and, and he he worked for Vince McMahon again uh, before and you know maybe he'll work for him again by the end of this um which was a bit kind of strangely foretelling um but then goes on to kind of do this kind of like you know and I'll let you in I've got a contract with Paul Heyman I'm paid by Paul Heyman and you kind of sit there going I don't know quite what you're getting at here because you know you're 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 kind of shooting on the fact that it's not a shoot what what's what what are we what are we doing yeah um so yeah it was it was it was a bit of a weird and ranty as always possibly pulling the curtain back too far as always primer mm. and that ended the show um which took us to the next night, Hardcore TV, episode 369, May the 20th, 2000. Starts now, with Joey's you know how we, we sometimes wonder whether there is a quality gulf between and whether they're putting a lot of focus into ECW on TNN and Hardcore TV is kind of the, the, the poor relation. Yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, we start off with Joe Styles saying um, they couldn't do a replay on the pay-per-view of this footage because it's so violent. They shouldn't be able to show it. But um, they're going to show it now because the network allow you to see it. Even though this has technically got nothing to do with the network, Hardcore TV. Yep. But the network allowed to see it, even though you've literally just watched it all the night before. And uh, it's just to show the end of the Sandman match where Laurie comes out, helps him, and then get, getting caught, pile-driven through a table, then semi-gored through another table while Sandman holds her in the air. And we'd seen that multiple times, I thought. But um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and Joey Styles talks about how, um, you know, people – making an impact by making taking by by injuring someone it's kind of you know something that's happened bit like yeah. you know greg valentine breaking wahoo mcdaniel's leg or you know whatever else and the, the dudley boys breaking beulah mcgillicutty's neck and blah blah um and 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 you know this was this was up there apparently yeah um, so that happens where we at where we get to do all that we get the intro for ECW but they include Hardcore Heaven highlights in it which I thought was yep. decent um, in or itself yes yeah. I, uh, in itself absolutely I, I assume bearing in mind they've just shown us all the highlights that we're not going to be given all the highlights again throughout the show yeah, so we get that. We then get the dangerous lights come out. The, the crowd's chanting, um, she's a cracker, which I thought was... <laughs> yeah, and Louis tries to basically steal the heat and have it on him. Which, he, to be fair, he is good at deflecting the heat and actually being just, like, annoying. <laughs> no, but he is, though. He's, 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 yes. he's, he's, yeah. he's got it down to an art where everyone's very much on her. 
but he manages to steal the heat for like him and the group a lot more rather than just people being on her. And it is, you know, is you know, fair play to him. Yes. So I, I can. That happens. We didn't get Chili Willy returning versus oh, um, Bill Wills. Bill, Bill Wills, yeah. Um, okay, match. I mean, I'll, Chili Willy picks up the victory, which I think is decent enough. Gets him up and running. So, yeah. Quick three now. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get a look back at the impact players breaking up. Yep. See, my thing is, like, this is, like, fine. I get it. Um, could have possibly been better to show it last week before the pay-per-view. What, you mean while Last Storm was still with the company? While Last Storm was still with the company and before they wanted you to part with money to pay for this match. But um, yeah, yeah. Now so it happened, and um, we got a video, and it was good. It was well done. Just weird. You get highlights of Karina on commentary from the Triple Threat Tag Team match that we said about on TNN. We get Jerry Lynn's promo from TNN. We get history of RVD versus Jerry Lynn, which again is fine. Um, we get RVD's promo from TNN. We get highlights from Raven versus Credible on TNN. <laughs> so basically, we get everything that we saw last night, but in a watered down, harder to follow version. Sinister Minister doing a promo uh, where he's basically singing to Mikey. The guy on the guitar fucks up a little bit, and they do the joke where they say, You're fired, and throw a fireball in his face, and then start laughing. Yes. And then we get um, the intro video at the end. Yes. And that was it. Really odd hardcore TV. Um, So there's three matches, I think it was, in the entire two shows. Yeah. And that, well, I mean, I, 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 oh no. Four matches. I, I forgot about. Um, Kid Cash versus Swinger. No, I'd forgotten about the tag team match because it was just oh. Carino talking over it. Um, yeah, I, I just just strange, especially hardcore TV. Um, you know, the the Dangerous Alliance stuff was kind of the only exclusive piece. Um, just, just, yeah, just like a really kind of bizarre setup. Yeah, it was massively bizarre. I mean, I felt TNN had some potential, but again, there was no, there was no real like new promo. There's no, there's no Tommy there's Dreamer no, again. There's no new nothing. There's no new. Um, feuds. There's no new, uh, yeah. No, there's no new anything. Because the thing is, even though it was recorded before the pay per view, with fresh commentary over it, they could have adapted. Like you could have had Raven versus Just Incredible, and it ended in no contest because Dreamer came sprinting out from the crowd and attacked Just Incredible. 
you could have easily had that as if it was a fallout from the pay-per-view and just put commentary over saying as if it was. Then Raven or, or, wouldn't have... Or just have someone cut a promo about, you know, restraining order and credible not being allowed, a dreamer not being allowed within 50 yeah. feet of something. Yeah, no, I just think there's plenty of little ways to really... You can just cover it, but it's just such a lack of meh. You know, Rhino is fine. Sandman, again, you didn't even hear from Sandman at all. Um, it, it's just rough. I mean, RVD just sort of thing. They could have thrown out an RVD match if they wanted to, but I, get, I don't know. Whatever. Um, what's your match of the week? Um, uh, to a surprise to no one, I assume it's going to be uh, Raven versus Just Incredible. Um, I, uh, you know, a huge Raven fan, really pleased that he got to do um, a longer match and, you know, get into, you know, a little bit more of kind of a storytelling throughout. Um, Francine back to her, her. Sassy best, and you know everyone knows I love Sassy Francine all day long. Um, it's it, you know it's it's just it, you know it it's a very good TV match. Um, I, I I don't know whether it's very good because of what it was up against, and it was actually only a good match. But you know from what we watched, I thought it was a very good TV match. Um, I thought it was a really good match, and and I yeah, like the I fact really that, that Credible is is being chased for the championship. And yeah. I like the fact that Credible is winning matches by cheating. Mm. And and it's real basic stuff, but, you know, it makes a difference to me. No, but it, it should. I, I thought it was a good match. And um, like I said, I, I thought it was good to see Raven involved. It, it made me question what they're doing with Raven. But you just like I said, the the rest of the show kind of like crumbled. The RVD stuff was fine. The Jerry Lynn stuff was was fine. I don't think you needed much more from them. They addressed the situation, and again, apart from the whole unfortunate that sort of like Jerry Lynn got the win, and then you kind of verbally took it away from him. But um, it's just overall, it's just weird, very weird again. But look. Is a occurrence always with the fallout shows, always very confusing. Yes. Um but we march on. And if you have opinions or posters, t shirts, custom action figures, original San Francisco, original figures, anything you got ECW tag us in it at underscore sports arena on Twitter, Instagram. We love to see all that stuff. We love to talk extreme and um yeah, I think I think that's it for me. I think it is, and and you know, keep tagging us at underscore sports arena for all of those things. Um, we are um, as as the the weather heats up here. We are on the the march to heat wave, which will be amazing. Um, talking points there, absolutely. And um, yeah, as as we said at the beginning, about twenty two ECW on TNNs and thirty something. Hardcore TV left to go, so we are fucking getting there. But until we do, just like the, the, the very, very upset Mr. R. Van, Rob Van Dan himself, that was the whole fucking show. <laughs>